Maryland's eastern shore, the land across the Chesapeake Bay, is a place rich in history. The landscape itself oozes history and speaks in many voices for those willing to listen. Dorchester County, founded in 1669, is one of the shore's most historic places, a place perhaps most famous for its connection to Harriet Tubman, one of Maryland's most iconic and daring daughters. This week's guest, Amanda Fensemaker, works tirelessly to market, advocate, and protect her native county's history. And the results are showing as the county is quickly becoming a major tourist destination for those interested in learning about our nation's African-American experience. Join us this week for a journey to the Eastern Shore, a teaser for a real road trip you'll certainly want to make on your own very soon on this week's PreserveCast. From Preservation Maryland Studios in the historic podcast district of Baltimore, this is PreserveCast. This is Nick Redding. You're listening to PreserveCast. Today, we're joined in studio by Amanda Finstemaker. Amanda has served as the Dorchester County Tourism Director for the past 11 years. Under her leadership, Dorchester County has seen a significant increase in the tourism industry. A native of Vienna, Maryland, Amanda cares deeply for the community and creating opportunities for economic development through the tourism industry. She believes that there's a value in preserving what is uniquely Dorchester and that we can achieve amazing results when we work together and pull in the same direction. And we're so excited to have her here with us today to talk about all that. Thanks for joining us, Amanda. Thank you for having me here. So um, you, you crossed the Bay Bridge this morning to come here to do this interview. How did you get into this line of work? You've been doing tourism work now for you know quite a while. Was it something you wanted to do when you went you know, away to school? Was this something you always thought you would do? I honestly had no idea what I was getting into. I uh, had just graduated from the University of Maryland College Park with a degree in communications, about as general as you can get. And I was struggling to find out what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to be in the nonprofit world, um, do something to give back, but it was incredibly hard to find a job in DC working for a nonprofit organization as a new graduate. So my friend said, Hey, have you ever thought about joining AmeriCorps? And I hadn't, but it piqued my interest. So I got online and started noodling around and ended up joining AmeriCorps, working for Habitat for Humanity in central Alabama. I spent a year doing that. And as my year was coming to an end, my mother was going through all of the classified ads looking for jobs for me. And she happened upon a job advertisement to work as the operations manager at the Dorchester County Visitor Center and really encouraged me to apply. And I'll be honest, it was the last thing I wanted to do. I really, I knew I was probably gonna move back to Maryland, but I really didn't think I was gonna move back to Cambridge. And I didn't really have any idea what it would mean to be the operations manager. But I did what my mother said <laughs> to do, like a good little girl, and, um, and worked as the operations manager for about two years. And then a position opened um, to become the director of tourism. And I applied for that, just thinking, hey, what the heck? And, uh, and ended up getting the job, and I've been there ever since. So 
just really happened upon it. Interesting how things like that work out. So you grew up in Dorchester County where you work now. I did. So you, you know, you have connections there and, and your family has a long lineage in Dorchester County as well. Yes. I mean, do you know how far back it goes? I can trace uh, two sides of my family back to the 1600s in Dorchester County. So just a few years. Just a few years, yeah. <laughs> so did you always love the history of the place or was it sort of like, well, this is where I live and, you know, was it was it that kind of like you really loved it or was it just sort of it was what it was when you were growing up? Truly, it was an evolution. I... Um, I didn't. I took it for granted as a kid. You know, I, it was the only thing that I had known. And you know, I, I enjoyed my childhood growing up. But by the time I was getting to the end of high school, I really wanted out. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that I did that because the experiences that I had when I left Dorchester County really built me up to be the person that I am today. So, you know, I think that that was a wonderful experience. But I certainly did not realize that Dorchester had so much wonderful history. And it wasn't until I became the director of tourism. We also run the program, the Heart of Chesapeake Country Heritage Area. And I started to think more strategically about why people would want to come to Dorchester as a destination what makes us special, what makes us unique, and how can we capitalize on that? And then I started to get into the history and started to enjoy and appreciate not only Dorchester's history, but my own heritage, my personal heritage. Yeah, and as we were talking before the interview, you were sharing with us that you know your grandmother is 100 years old, still living in Dorchester County, and what a connection to the past there, just even personally. Yes, I and mean, she's, she is so sharp and she grew up in Cambridge and has remembers a great deal about Cambridge in the 1930s, 40s and 50s. Cambridge was a, a hop in place, had a, a, actually was a stop on the Chitlin circuit and saw a lot of big name jazz performances. And my grandmother remembers that, you know, and she remembers it fondly. And some of our greatest conversations have been well, what what this block looked like, or what did this block look like, or what happened in that building, or and um, so it's been very fun to reminisce with her. So another big figure, obviously in Dorchester County history, is Harriet Tubman, which we're going to talk all about because you've done a, a tremendous amount of work with that, and that really has become sort of a a starring piece of Dorchester's tourism trade and getting people to come and learn that story there. Um, did you know about Harriet's connections growing up? Do you, or was that just not as big a deal then? So I read about her in a history book, and I really did not know that she was born in Dorchester County again until coming back home and diving into our opportunities in tourism development planning. It wasn't until that point in my life that I realized that she was actually literally born in Dorchester County. That's that's. Pretty, it's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. And hopefully current kids in Dorchester are, are learning something slightly different because of everything that's been done in the county to date. Even just in your tenure in tourism, things have really changed. Um, and so what does your job look like on a day-to-day basis? Like what kind of work does, because you, you, as you mentioned before, you split your work between sort of just tourism and then you also run the heritage area itself, which are, they're Com, you know, they're compatible, but they sort of do different things. What kind of work are you doing? 
So what I like to, how I like to explain our office to people is that we, we're just like any business we have. If you think about Apple, they have a product development end and they have a marketing end and they have people that are busy coming up with all the new gadgets that we're going to buy and enjoy as consumers. And then you have people who are figuring out how to convey that message. And it's the same thing in our office, slightly different on a, on a, with less resources. Not a trillion dollar company. Not a trillion dollar budget, but we have the Heritage Area Program, which is very much the product development end. It's the mechanism in which we are able to develop new things, such as events, brochures, exhibits, that the visitor or the consumer will come and enjoy. And then we have the marketing side where we're talking about how that gets translated into the market. How How do we take these products and we make it something that people know about? So my day-to-day life is very much this balance of projecting into the future as to what are, what are we going to need um, in terms of product and what resources are we going to need in order to get there, what, what partnerships do we need, um, making you know, helping people understand that it would be a good thing for our community, and then um, also in charge of all of the messaging. And we work with a tremendous firm, Chop Tank Communications, where they've really gotten us to be to a point of being proactive in our messaging um, and really thinking and forecasting forward about our content and what's going to resonate with people and how are we talking to people. So speaking of what resonates and the content, I mean, Harriet Tubman has been a huge piece of all of this and is, I mean, I would imagine, and we're going to talk about this, driving thousands of people to come to Dorchester County to learn about her story. Um, So you have the Harriet Tubman Byway. You have now an actual national park. How long has that been open? What's the the story there? What what role have you played in in seeing that all come together? Sure. So I, I always like to tell people that the Tubman Initiative, which is comprised of state park, national park, byway, um, has really been going on for 30 plus years. It started with a grassroots organization that just knew about Tubman and felt very strongly that her legacy needed to be preserved and interpreted. And they had wonderful ideas. I mean, many of the ideas that we've been able to put into play over the last 10 years uh, actually started with that small grassroots organization. But what they did that was so important is they just never gave up. So they kept on talking about their ideas. They kept on, you know, meeting people and networking. And, you know, over the years and over three three tourism directors, um, work had been done to lay lay the framework, lay the groundwork for uh, what this entire initiative could look like. So I feel like it's very important to start with that because many times, you know, people have just an inkling of an idea, but no resources. And, I, you know, I really want to encourage people that you can do great things if you just continue to talk about it and network. And if you don't have any, if you don't care who gets the credit, type of thing because we certainly had a number of organizations come to the table when bringing when putting the visitor center online so the byway was the first thing to be developed Um, and and the reason that that was developed is that we would have people coming into the dorchester county visitor center they knew that harriet tubman lived was born in dorchester county and they wanted to experience her 
And what we found over and over again was that people were disappointed in the experience that they had, that they wanted more. And so we knew that there was something that was going to have to happen. And so uh, Federal Highway had a program or has a program called the National Scenic Byways, had some grant funds available through that. So we worked with the Maryland Office of Tourism Development to put together a really huge grant proposal that looked at all of Maryland's strategic anniversaries or strategic celebrations and Tubman was one of those that was very significant. And so through that grant, we were able to establish a web presence, get an audio guide up and running, install about 15 byway markers, and do a brochure. And that was so critical because then when people come to the visitor center, They come to the hotels. They come to Blackwater. Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge saw so many people. We were able to hand them something. They're able to experience it in more than just in in a multi multi platform level. So that's the byway, and now you actually also have a national park and a true visitor center there as well. And that opened up really in the grand scheme just recently. Just recently. So the visitor center, which is run by the Maryland Park Service, has been open for about a year and a half. And in the first year, they saw 100,000 visitors. I mean, 100,000 visitors. Right. And I mean, Dorchester County, why don't you describe, we didn't we didn't do this at the start, but we should. Why don't you describe Dorchester's location and what 100,000 visitors mean in terms of where you're located in the kinds of I mean, it's it's not a major metropolitan area where there are throngs of people coming there anyway. Exactly. Right? So um, Dorchester County is on, on Maryland's eastern shore, and it's right smack in the middle of the eastern shore. And the county is shaped like a heart. Um, the largest city in the county is Cambridge. And um, south of Cambridge, we have Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge, which was arguably our largest visitor attraction up in, in up until Tubman came. And um, the Tubman Visitor Center is located just adjacent to the Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge. The thinking about that is that people that the two visitor centers would share visitorship. Mm-hmm. So people who are interested in environmental education might also be interested in history and learning about them, vice versa. And we're seeing that happen. And so 100,000 visitors is surpassed our expectations by a lot. <laughs> really? Yes. I mean, do you have any sense for how many you actually expected? I would say half of that. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's just been... and no, and I should say, you know, no one went out and did visitor projections. Right. But we all sort of had, okay, what could this conceivably do right. for us? And that's your one. So that's in, your in theory, one. that's going to yes. grow. In, in theory, yes. Yes, we saw a tremendous amount of stories that came out of the opening, travel stories. I mean, like sort of the holy grail for what you want as a destination with New York Times travel section, Baltimore Sun travel section, post travel section. So it was a tremendous year. Um, It's a wonderful asset in driving visitors, driving driving, uh, the economy. Lots of new visitors, people that we hadn't been reaching or talking to before are now 
um, becoming more interested in coming. So it's exciting. So for someone who comes to visit, what are they going to see? So if, if, if you're making the pitch as the tourism director here for someone listening, um, and we, you know, we have a listenership all across the country, what is it that they would see if they came to do the byway or the national park? What kind of resources are they going to visit and see? So I think the thing that is really very special about Dorchester is the landscape. And the National Park Service, as you mentioned earlier, does have a, a presence in the visitor center with the Maryland Park Service. And one of the things that the National Park Service recognized early on was that our landscape hasn't changed much since Tubman was there. So truly, visitors can expect to be immersed into a very meaningful landscape. And with Blackwater adjacent to the visitor center and a side along the byway, you know, it's pretty much guaranteed to stay that way. And so that's really our major hook. Um, now, in that landscape, there are a variety of ways that you can explore. You can get out on the water, do some of the best kayaking in Maryland, right here in Dorchester County, birding. Um, we have tremendous seafood, um, fishing, crabbing. Uh, lots of waterfront villages that, again, really have not changed very much. And lots of opportunities for, like, dock-to-table experience. So see the crabs come in from the boat to the steamer to your plate, which is really unique. And that we see that happening. It's a trend now that's happening. Um, there's a huge demand for it. But truly, Dorchester County was on the forefront of that before it was in vogue. So, so for someone coming, I mean, obviously there's a lot to do. Um, and also all along the byway, there are different historic places that you can stop off at, some of which are open to the public, some of which you kind of just see from the, the side of the road and, and more and more coming online all the time because you're a part of that product development piece that you were talking about. So the, the byway itself seems to always be growing, which is exciting. Um, for someone who's interested in coming and they're thinking about where they might stay any recommendations? I imagine you're probably going to say somewhere in Dorchester County. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> so we do. We have the Hyatt Regency Chesapeake Bay. Um, we have several um, Comfort Inn, Holiday Inn Express, and then we have several bed and breakfast. So a variety of lodging accommodations available. We also have vacation homes, Airbnb. You know, people are constantly putting their homes up for rent. Um, and so that seems to, to be to base your trip, you would say Cambridge is that the best place to base the trip out of, and then you can everything is sort of within a few miles drive of that. Yes, that is a great idea to do that. Some of the vacation homes may be a little bit more removed because they tend to have that waterfront access. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. And it's definitely not a bad thing. So <laughs> it just depends on what's what you're you know what you're looking for and your group size. If you're traveling with a big family, definitely recommend trying to secure a vacation home or or going to the Hyatt. They have lot tons of amenities for um, families as well. Right, and and as you also mentioned too, I mean, not to make it the hard sell, but I'm I'm partial to Dorchester, and it's it's really is in the middle of the shore. So even if you wanted to do Tubman activities and you want to see all that, you could spend a week on the shore and then go up to the north part of the shore and go to. Chestertown, and these are all within just a little drive. I mean, Absolutely. this is not that expansive. Maryland is not quite that big. Absolutely. That's a great idea, Nick. Yeah, Thanks. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a good place to do that. It so is. any other things people should see in Dorchester County? Any other things that you're proud of? I mean, obviously, we really focused on Tubman and, and that aspect of the story, but there's, you know, hundreds well, of years of history there. 
there's a ton of things to do in Dorchester County. And, and to the listeners, I would encourage you to um, like I Love Dorchester on Facebook. And we're really driving, uh, seeing a lot of pe- engagement through social media. And that's truly the easiest way to get the word out about things. Um, also, our website, visit dorchester.org. But I, um, it's not in Dorchester, but it is so significant, the work that is going on in Talbot County, our neighbor, uh, with Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. and this being the year of Douglass, and just thinking about how interesting it is that these two iconic American heroes are living literally across the river from one another. And to your point, you know, within a weekend or a long weekend, or you can really truly explore all of that. It's, it's incredible that Douglas and Tubman live that close. And they're also, I mean, perhaps the two most recognizable Marylanders and, and even internationally, two of the most recognizable Americans. Exactly. I mean, all right here in Maryland. What a I great mean, state. You've got a whole career ahead of you of <laughs> just, I mean, you could, you could tell stories forever about these things. Indeed. Hopefully we will be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you mentioned best place to find out more information, visit Dorchester.org. Um, and then also I love Dorchester on Facebook. Yes. And th- that's a great way to do that. Um, if people come in, you know, over, the Chop Tank, there's a great visitor center there. I believe that's exactly. where your office is. Yep. And so you can drop in and get the brochures, get the byway information. Is there an app for the byway too? There is an app, uh, Harriet Tubman Byway, with the Finding a Way to Freedom logo. So even if you're just interested in this and you live afar and are planning a trip, you can take a look at that and really get a sense even before you come out. Definitely. And there is a special in HarrietTubmanByway.org or .com. Um, that's a great place for Tubman specific information as well. Yeah. So, um, all right, before we leave most difficult question, these have all been the softball ones, your favorite historic place or site. That's actually an easy one, Nick. You mentioned her earlier on in the show and that would be my grandmother's farm. Um, that is my very special in my heart. I grew up there, um, as a kid, nothing particularly, remarkable about it but the walls have so much have so many memories for me and not only for me but my grandmother who's 100 my family my dad my aunts my uncles and um, you know that's really the stuff that makes life rich is just your being around the people that you love and creating those fabulous memories yeah well the the passion for history is is strong with you and recognizable and we appreciate all the good work that you're doing to not only develop that content and, and, and help protect these places, but also get people to come and see it. They're both equally important. And obviously, um, the the proof is is in the the numbers of people coming out to see it. So something is going very well in Dorchester County. Thank you. Um, and uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been thank great. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to PreserveCast. To dig deeper into this episode's show, notes, and all previous episodes, visit PreserveCast.org. You can also find us online at Facebook and Twitter at PreserveCast. This program was supported by the Historic Preservation Education Foundation. PreserveCast is produced by Preservation Maryland in Baltimore City. Thanks again for your support. And remember to keep preserving.
Oh, cause Maryland, oh, you'll carry me.